Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to A Secret Show with Karen Carson, Johnny Minge, and intern Ant. So if you're listening at work, not recommended that you no. listen out loud. And if you have kids around, I would not play this penis. anywhere near them. Yeah, because you know, I work penis. with a bunch of penises. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God! Uh, penis so, game. How you feeling? You still I'm drunk? feeling fine. Like, yeah, are you I, still drunk? Today was it? All right, easy. You came in drunk last week. Okay, but I. Okay, uh, there was once. No, that's not true. That's a really <laughs> igniting statement. It's okay. I did. I was a little Were tipsy. Were you still? I took an Uber. Everything was fine. I went to a concert the night before. What do you right, expect? Right, right. And I went out with my friends last night. And I came in and I said, oh, I think I'm still drunk from last night. But that's because I wasn't feeling any pain. So I knew right. I must have some kind of anesthetizing. Like a buzz? <laughs> no, I wasn't buzzed. I just didn't feel bad until now. Uh-huh. And like, now so- is funny because you're talking about how you felt hungover at work. Our boss is calling us as we He's speak. He's calling on the hotline. Why don't we put him, him on? Just ignore him. Oh, you don't want to put him on the podcast right now? Oh, okay. I think it'd be funny to connect him in. Hi. Wait, we need to tell him legally. Hey, Jim Ryan? Yeah. Just You're to on let the you... podcast right now. You're being recorded. For legal reasons, we have to tell you that. In our podcast. Goodbye. Oh, no, wait, God. Jim. Jim, stay. Well, we oh. were just talking about how I think I was still drunk when I came in this morning. You were talking about what? How I was <laughs> think I was still drunk when I came in this morning. Oh, jeez. Louise, come on. You know I'm not. How late do you drink? I don't. I, until <laughs> mm, 10. Ask her. No, Karen. Ask her what time she got home last night, Jim. What time did she get home? 12. And what time are you in oh. bed? But remember, I was supposed to have today off 1230. No, you weren't supposed to have today off. You have the most creative memory in the freaking <laughs> world. I remember what I want. <laughs> A creative memory. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You remember what you want. Jeez. You know that the best it's, shows are when you're hungover. Because you try so You probably thought you won Powerball last night, too. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you, Jim Ryan. When are you coming back to New York City? Uh, maybe never. I don't know. I'm, I'm, you know. Like, we're all spread out from the pandemic, but yeah. it's so funny. It's like we're kids without the teacher yeah. in this building, yeah. right? And there's not even a substitute in the room yet. Right, it's just us. Better yet, I feel like a child without a parent. He's abandoned. Our father has abandoned us to Michigan, wherever the fuck he's calling from. (laughs) Sometimes it's Michigan, sometimes it's Aruba, sometimes whatever. Where are you today, Jim? It's wherever the cool people are. I'll be calling you next week from the south of France, okay? God love you in your life. Anyway, I just want to... I want to get that Saint-Tropez tan. Nice. 
It's uh, you can buy it. It's like fifty six dollars a bottle, and I put it on every single day. Is that what Intern Anthony uses? No, this is natural, baby. This is Italian skim. Do you know yeah, that someone mistook Anthony to be African American the other day? Yeah, you, know, you yeah. have you have beautiful dark skin. You want to hear what happened to me though? I had to kind of defend myself and general people. Uh, listen to this. I, I did a Cuomo video. I did a spoof online. Oh right, yeah, that was a great video. Thank you. Uh, someone posted it on this huge page that posts memes. Uh, someone commented on the video. Really? Why do we have to have black people be Governor Cuomo? What? Why couldn't we find a white kid to do it? Oh my. Well, people are always going to be trolls and of say course. stupid shit. But I, and number one, I was like, number one, you're an asshole for the comment you wrote, and then number two, right? Because even if you were black, what does it matter? You crushed it. And number two, I'm not black. It's August. I'm ten. <laughs> oh my god. That's what I wrote to him. I don't have that problem because I'm so but white it's not even funny but it's white. Like, i can't i can't get tan no matter what i can't Jim, are you fascinated by our topic of conversation yes it's it's um yes it's very very interesting oh wow he's that was the politically okay, correct that was answer like the worst compliment he's ever on a pool somewhere between yeah. michigan and naples Florida. he's like how long do i have to talk to this morning show that i haven't seen in a year and a half <laughs> jim be honest when's the last time you were on a flamingo raft <laughs> um Actually, the last time I was on a flamingo raft was May. So you know, of course, I knew somewhere that that would be true, and I don't think he's lying. He's not lying. Because remember, in the middle of the pandemic, we were doing the radio show from home, and Jim would send us pictures from the pool. I remember in the background of a picture, I saw a flamingo raft, and I thought, I wonder if Jim. Yeah, that was the yeah, that's the Florida pool. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Everybody needs a flamingo in their pool. Now, Jim, is that a communal flamingo or is that your flamingo? Oh, no, that's my personal flamingo. Jim would I, never be on a communal flamingo. <laughs> oh, true. He wouldn't even be I in try- a communal pool. Yeah. Oh, it's his private pool. Especially in this day and age, you know? I try to keep everything as private as absolutely possible. Well, you just told the whole world you have a flamingo pool. <laughs> <laughs> if you had a flamingo pool, that would be dope. We have a big white clam, and then there's a little ball that sits in the clam. Do you know what else a big white clam is referred to? Oh, jeez. I'm talking about a pool float. Not a vagina, okay. Yeah. Um, it's all so, he's thinking about is vaginas. Jim, Jim I'm sorry. Because he yeah. hasn't had any for a while. Okay. Yeah, We're I'm trying a... to help him out with that. Yeah. Can so... you help him out with that? No. Oh. <laughs> He's kind of lonely. He even tried hitting on the Starbucks cup this morning. <laughs> hey, there's a latte in there. Um, hey, fun fact. Do you know what a group of flamingos is called? A flock. No. Well, sure. But there's a specific word. Oh, what would that be, Johnny? You, none of you know? Flamingo. No. A group of flamingos is called a flamboyance. There is a really? flamboyance of flamingos standing over there. Oh, man, I... I wouldn't even believe that you could use that in a sentence. Well, but you did. If you uh, if you tried it, you'd be looked at like you're a fucking. See, I, and I and I think the only reason you know that is because you often think of yourself as flamboyant. Exactly. So yeah. Someone has to be. Thank God it was him that said it, not us. <laughs> He's the only one that would know the definition of that. That's yeah. why. Wait, so Jim, you we were doing a topic today, like um, that nobody puts their cars in the garage, but you're in Michigan, right? I heard everybody puts their cars in the garage in Michigan because the weather's so bad in the winter. Really? Yeah. I w- look, when I lived in New Jersey, I put all my cars in the garage. Oh, no, no, no. That's not happening. All your cars. All your cars. All of them, all 10 of them. Well, you know, he lives yeah, in- They always go in the garage. Cars are meant to be in a garage. 
They're not meant to stay outside. Oh, I you... mean, look, when you when you live in New Jersey or, or anywhere else in the Northeast, when you get out in the morning, you got to scrape ice off the windshield of your car in the windshield. Right. There's no freaking way, especially if your garage is heated. That way oh, you get into a toasty, warm car in the morning before you drive into the city. It's wonderful. It, it really is smart that I would do that, but I only have a single car garage. Is it heated? Oh, yeah. I can't even paint. The, the floor is a mess. I got to paint it with the, one of those poly, you know. Polyurethane type of thing. I feel like suburban garages, that's everybody uses it for storage. Like, my dad called me the other day because he was cleaning out the garage. And he was like, I have so many goddamn boxes of your fucking costumes Wait, in the garage. Can I talk to him? Because I have so many GD boxes of your effing costumes in the office. Oh. What? You need a wardrobe storage unit. Where, what am I, I live in a one-bedroom tiny apartment in Manhattan. What am I supposed to do with Get 100 costumes? Get wardrobe racks and take them home. Put them all on our boss's flamingo. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and that, on that note, we'll be back with a new podcast next week. Jim, you haven't been here. Can we use your office as Johnny's wardrobe closet? <laughs> no. <laughs> I already put up shelves. <laughs> Yeah, Jim, I, I, I have about 20 Santa suits that need hangers, so they're just going to be... Uh... No, and right now they're all clumped on the floor yeah. next to your Kermit the Frog, Why the f- next to your Grinch, next to your baby costume, next to... I can't... It goes on and on It's and not on. a Grinch, Karen. It's an alien. Get it right. Ugh. Why do we have Johnny, 20? I got two words for you. eBay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> smart. Make some money. Oh, I, by I, the way, when are you coming back? Because we can't afford Starbucks anymore for Oh, breakfast. yeah, we keep paying our own Starbucks. Yeah. Oh. Uh, back the week of the 22nd. Because the Eagles are in town, and I need to hang with my friends at the Eagles. Jim, my dad bought tickets. They were like $700 each. What? Mm. For the Eagles. Concerts are stupidly ridiculous They're the most expensive ticket in town, I feel like. Our boss made $700 while you told him that. (laughs) (laughs) Jim, man, I really feel like we're we're not getting any concert tickets. What are you talking about? Jim just sent me to Green Day. Jim? Yeah, he was hella good. Hella mega. Same thing. All right, no one wants to hear us talk about free tickets. I think they might. Well, thanks for stopping by. This has been a great... Karen's neighborhood here. Who was at the door? I'll title this one a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I think it's riveting. It's a little mishmash of our lives. Every Now our our listeners know that we get called by our boss every single day. Mm-hmm. And we, when he calls, this big flashing strobe goes off in the room. Mm-hmm. So it's like, boss calling, boss calling. And you're like, oh my God, what did I just say on the radio? And usually you're in a pleasant mood. So I, it's it's we get a little scared every time we hit that button. Normally I curse at you guys. I, I mean, it's just because I'm being recorded, I've really toned it down today. <laughs> Well, you know, this is the one place where you can feel free to swear, Jim. Yeah, normally, it's like, Carson, what the freak are you doing? It's the podcast. Except you could, he doesn't say freak. You <laughs> could say fuck if you want. It's the podcast. <laughs> oh, he's not going to do it because he knows we'll use I'm it. i he admitted that. See, Jim, that's, nice um, that's very healing that you, you know, basically tortured me for, you know, oh my God. 15, 20 years. <laughs> Jim, I had a conversation with my family about you last night because they wanted to know, like, what exactly does a program director do? And I was like, huh. Well, he schedules the music. And my dad's like, no, he doesn't. He has some assistant do it. I'm like, I think that... Not anymore. <laughs> like, Jim, are you, as our boss, you are putting in the music. You dictate what songs get played when, right? Yeah. I, as a matter of fact, I, there has not been a radio station that I have programmed since 1994 
um, where I have not scheduled every song. Holy and he is so crap. good at scheduling music. If he's walking through this radio station and he hears like Louis Capaldi not next to Ellie Goulding, he knows that he didn't do that. Somebody changed it. It's no, pl- like every time Anthony or you drop a song, I know what you dropped. You know, oh, and yes. you have a tendency. You have a tendency to drop Maroon Five and Pink like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, throw in a Justin Bieber once in a while too that you're out. Listen, there. they shouldn't right. blew Karen off in that interview. <laughs> right? How many times did that happen? But so basically, Jim. So then my mom goes. Oh, so Jim is like the ultimate party DJ. And I'm like, technically, because you schedule the music to keep people pumped up in their cars. So if, hit me with this. Jim Ryan, your life depends on it. You're at like Ulta Music Festival. You need to DJ to a crowd of like 10,000 drunk people. You could curate the playlist of a lifetime, right? Yeah, of course. I I used to do that when I was... uh... When I was a DJ and I was younger, I would I would play at clubs all the time. Oh, you you did I made, clubs? I made more money playing at clubs than I did working on the radio. No shit. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. What was your DJ name? I was Big Jim. And Big Jim. I was, let's hit. Um, let's hit us, Anthony. Give me a little. Let, let's get some club atmosphere with Big Jim. <laughs> Big Jim on the mic. Big Jim. Big Jim in the mix. Put your hands up. Ladies, take your tops off. No, I can't see Jim saying that. That's probably what he did say because he was a DJ in the 70s. Well, you know what? One of the reasons I actually got all the gigs that I got was I always encouraged the crowd to drink. I would like, you know, like, get your get your shots right now, baby. All right. And we, we would toast the crowd. So I'd get everybody shit-faced. And, and the bartenders would, uh, and the, have a good time. And the bartenders and the establishment would love you. Oh yeah, yeah, right. and then you gotta oh, say, thought, take care of your bartenders, take care of your servers. Yeah, that was how I got. That was how I got all the gigs. Are you kidding me? Everybody loved it. The gigs and the ladies. Oof. I was a club DJ too, you know. Did you get the gigs and the ladies? Oh, I got the gigs, the ladies, and the men. Well, hi. What's <laughs> up? Okay, so it's a bisexual thing. Okay. Well, like did you just yeah. anything? The went. worst was when I was a club DJ in Miami Beach. Um, cause I, when I took the job, I thought the club closed at 2 a.m. I didn't realize it was open till 5. 5? So, oh. yeah. Can I get the sniffles over there? No. What do you, what do you so just... I, I had to spin until 4.45 every morning. And, and then no, I had to go no. home and get a nap and go back and be on the radio. No. Oh my See, I, damn. I did heavy metal Mondays at a club in Long Branch on the boardwalk. It was called Murphy's Law. So it was heavy metal Mondays at Murphy's Law. What time? Oh, it was probably like six to midnight. Oh, okay. All and right. I just I and then I'd have to go home and get up and go to school and go Go to, to school. I had three jobs. That was one of them. Holy. And then I was in college. Wow. They lived and, a way more exciting life than we did, Intern Anthony. I went to bed at nine thirty last night. <laughs> snuggled, turned the T V off by ten ten. Don't brag about that. Uh huh. <laughs> See, I was a DJ when I was in college too. I was, I was starting to go to DJ when I was in high school. That's why you're good and, because you understand what we go through. Like a lot of bosses sometimes don't have. Right. Oh, you're just air talent. You don't know. You're dumb. Right. You hit buttons for a living and play music. Jim gets what goes into it. Fun fact: Our boss Jim Ryan, I believe, got his start on the same radio station that I got my start on, Long Island. Weren't you on the air as Big Jim? Uh, I was on the air on uh, on BLI, yeah, a long time ago. Yeah, Isn't that wild. But Andy. that was not actually the first station that I worked at. The first 
My first job uh, happened when I was 15, and I was filing records at this radio station. Yeah, real, like, albums. 15? Was that even legal? Radio used to play those. And um, the um, uh, the guy who was supposed to do the night show didn't show up, and uh, they put me on the air. That's and, always and the, the next way day, yeah. The next day, the program director called me. His exact words were, "Kid, you didn't suck as bad as I thought you would." There you um, go. And he offered me a job, so that was it. That's what Jim said to me when he hired me, way back in way back. And then. look at you now, radio Woo-hoo! superstar. You don't <laughs> suck that bad. You too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jim. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, please edit this part out. Oh, the whole thing. <laughs> we'll make you sound good. Don't worry. Anthony, yes. I'll give you some cash on the side if you can edit this out. You know, you were never in this podcast. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Unlucky for you, Jim. I edit this one, so sorry. Oh, crap. You can't bribe him. Believe right. me, I've tried. We're all looking for extra Have cash. Have a great so. day. I'll see you guys. Thanks, right, Jim. Thanks, Jim. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 